our first episode of Parents vs. Gaming. So welcome everyone. Uh, Parents vs. Gaming, what we're really looking to do is kind of help people. We know, at least I have, and I'm sure uh, U.S. Bobber, you have, the, you have the same. You have friends that they're not gamers, but their kids are starting to game. And they don't know what's safe. And, you know, you've got a 12-year-old wanting to buy Grand Theft Auto, but it, it, the parents don't know. The new Xbox and Playstations have come out. And are they safe? Uh, which one do I get? Especially Xbox. You've got the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One S X, and then you've got the Series X and the Series S. And for PlayStation, it's easier. So, of course, that's why they, they usually win the console war. But all of this stuff is confusing. And then you can always set up, you know, parental controls on your systems. And a lot of parents don't understand that they can do that. And then on top of it, you've got cloud gaming now with xCloud and Google Stadia. You've also got different types of, of, of uh, platforms when it comes just to what's available, what do you need to purchase online, and not to mention the Nintendo online store is an absolute mess. Yeah, Nintendo Switch is mainly for families and kids, and it's, it's easy, but I'm sure you, you've noticed with your own kid, you go to look something up on that online store, and it, it's, it's one of the worst stores out there. So let me introduce myself real quick. My name is James Ayers. Uh, I'm known as The Gaming Dad. I do stream on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 uh, Central Time with the occasional bonus stream on the weekend. If you want to come out and watch Warzone, join my community, watch me die over and over and over. Usually get made fun of because I'm 40 years old and I can't keep up with a bunch of teenagers. But uh, it, it is fun. It is a good time. And uh, I've been gaming for quite a bit. I do have a son. He is 10 months old. His name is Parker. So obviously he hasn't jumped into the gaming world yet, but I've got plenty of stories of my own family and kind of where I went from there. And let me uh, kick it over to you, Bobber. Um, you know, my name is Jay Noller. I am in um, one of James's groups that plays Call of Duty. You will never see me streaming because I don't have that uh, kind of time because I am a dad of two kids. Um, however, James and his crew does like to invite me in because I drag them down with my miserable KD uh down in the bronze lobbies that way we can um have our way with people so um i think that's the only connection i have to this group is uh you know really i just drag their whole thing down so um <laughs> but no i've got two kids i've got two kids myself i'm a, a little bit north of 40 um and so uh you know i got a lot of years of experience and i was very fortunate in my personal professional career to be able to work with um, a lot of game manufacturers, uh, a lot of major titles. I've been involved with some AAA releases and stuff before. So I've been able to stay kind of in the gaming world and um, a lot of cons, a lot of cons. I don't know if I if I want to admit that on <laughs> on a public format that's recorded, but a um, lot, lot, lot of cons and a lot of experience with it. And, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of parents that come up to me. Um, a lot of my friends that know I'm a big gamer, I'm into a lot of the uh, the con type of, uh, you know, pop culture, and they ask me, like, hey, my son's playing X, like, is that okay? Like, what should I watch out for with this, you know? And I've got some stories of, you know, that I can share with my nephews. I mean, there are some things that even though the, the game itself is okay, um, you know, parents really do need to watch out for those lobbies and watch out for that crosstalk and everything else. Because, mm -hmm. it, man, it is—it really is the wild, wild west, and the you know the big manufacturers are trying to clean it up. But 
man, I was I was Modern Warfare Two lobbies, bro. I've seen <laughs> some stuff, and I've heard some things. You've been there. You've been in the trenches. Um, so <laughs> I've been there. My mom. My mom is a very friendly person in those lobbies because apparently she met everyone. <laughs> For anyone that does, isn't into gaming, they probably might not quite catch on to that. But anyone that does definitely remembers those lobbies. They uh, <laughs> they were quite toxic, I would say, in, in today's world. Now, as far as being, obviously, I'm the gaming dad. I have a son, but you're U.S. Bobber. So can you kind of explain what U.S. Bobber comes from? What's, what's that name? Are you a fisherman? Man, I've had that game... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, man, I've had that gamer tag forever, and it just kind of went into everything. Um, you know, I was very fortunate at one point in my life to be on the U.S. bobsled team for about eight years, which is where that kind of came from. And so that was just kind of a name that ended up on my PlayStation when we were, uh, you know, I mean, that's all the way back to like when we were playing Halo and running a hundred foot land cable from the top of the Olympic Training Center down to the bottom floor of the Olympic Training Center. So uh, definitely been known as U.S. Bobber for a while. So if you're looking at um, at Twitch and now Discord, uh, U.S. Bobber is definitely me. So um, feel free to follow me. Um, but I will never stream on it. I'm going to let that all happen on James's <laughs> channel here. Uh, he is the uh, the technical guru here. I just show up, uh, you know, I just show and go. I'm just a pony at this point. Hey, hey, of course, of course. Um, so let's let's jump into it. I mean, I don't have any. I worked in a resort. That's my claim to fame. I've met a few celebrities. I don't have any Olympic team stories or U.S. team. I'm not that cool, I guess. But uh, let's jump into it because it is parents versus gaming. And kind of the first thing I want to address is I get this a lot. You, you and you hear this constantly. Parents being 100% against gaming. Gaming is a waste of their time. They're, they need to go outside. They need to do something. It's just for fun. Can we talk about some of the positive sides of it? I mean, you have some older kids. And what would you say to any of those parents It's a little bit more positive in the light and not just shut it down, don't let them play? Um, you know, and I, I think that um, we can be very honest and say that there are games that are definitely more addictive than, than others. I mean, Candy Crush pops out to mind. Um, Farmville uh, on Facebook at one point. A lot of these mobile games, um, you know, they can be pretty addicting. So, you know, some of the things that I like to talk about all the time is the ability to be able to teach your kids uh, everything in moderation and really to just look at gaming as another form of entertainment. I mean, you wouldn't let your kid binge watch back-to-back um, -back Paw Patrol episodes for nine hours on a Saturday. Uh, you wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that with gaming as well, um, you know, because it is more mm. immersive and it is a pretty big dopamine dump, especially on some of these games, man. Let's, let's uh, you know, you and I screaming at 10 o'clock at night playing Call of Duty um, <laughs> is a pretty big dopamine about. rush. But <laughs> my wife's yelling at me, like, keep it down. Tell James to be quiet and listen, stop dying I, so much. Listen, and, um, for anyone watching, that is not true. Usually she's yelling at him because he died again. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, someone, someone's got to drag it down to the bottom lobbies, okay? Just so we can have some fun. But um, no, it's, it's, it, I really think the gaming is just like anything else. I just think that it's because it's been introduced fairly recently. 
um, as far as becoming more and more mainstream and accepted. Because, I mean, look, I was one of the fortunate kids, and I'm about to humble brag my face off right now. Guess who got a Nintendo on Christmas uh, the year it was released? Yeah, not, and, not uh, so much for me. You know, I've been... Not <laughs> so much rocking, for me. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> rocking video games since that initial release. So, um, you know, but it, it's, like, it's like every other form of entertainment. It's everything in moderation. And um, you just have to pay attention to it a little bit more because gaming is becoming more realistic and it is becoming more integrated if with, excuse me, with everything. You know, you can talk to people now. You have... People that can stream now. You have different um, crosstalk, and now you can go cross-platform. So it used to be that you know your PlayStation guys would be with your PlayStation guys, and your mm-hmm. Xbox gals would be with your Xbox gals, and and now you own an Xbox because I don't know why, and I've got an actual gaming system. So you, uh, know, you have a six hundred dollar system. You have a six hundred dollar system to play six exclusive games that you actually don't own. Congratulations. <laughs> No, I'm first person. Yeah, I'm first person shooter all the way. Yeah, so, so basically, you um, play everything on Xbox, and you just pay extra for a machine you you don't even take advantage of. Even the chat's going off, and you don't bad talk. Um, it plays don't, Blu-rays. Don't, don't bad talk the box. Congratulations, <laughs> Sony, who owns Blu-ray, didn't even put a Blu-ray system in their PS4 Pro. Congratulations. No 4K Blu-ray look, from Sony in their own console. Like I'm just saying. <laughs> look, I'm not. I was not in that meeting. I would have raised my hand and been like, Look, guys, I think we're missing out on some technology. Just, it was, the, I mean, the original one was already like six inches tall anyway. Yeah. Another quarter inch could have gotten some Blu-ray player. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, not to go too far off the deep end, uh, to keep on this theme on, on what's safe, how do you handle, I know your kids will play Fortnite. Right, and they're on headsets and they play with their friends. How, are you super worried about the lobbies? How do you handle that, knowing what they can be, knowing how our own lobbies are as adults? I think because I do know what our lobbies are like um, is the reason why, and I don't think I've ever told you this, my son is actually not allowed to play his games with headphones on. Oh, gotcha. So what we've got is... Yeah, so when he's playing, um, you know, a Fortniter, you know, his big thing right now is Roblox. Is um, you know, it's it's kind of annoying because you know you're trying to like listen to music or work on your computer or whatever. But he actually plays it on his own Chromebook that he's got for school. Um, don't tell the school. Um, but he's. <laughs> Good thing we're not live. But he's but he's playing it all the time, right? And uh, you know, he, he we don't let him have headphones. And the other thing that we do is, um, you know, we've done this before, is we've actually turned the in-lobby um, sound off, like all of the uh, the, the mic, uh, speaking and everything. And we actually have his friends actually call each other and use a Google Hangout instead. Because nice. it's just as fast as, the, uh, as a thing. So, And that's something if, if any parents have a PlayStation or Xbox, uh, at least I know Xbox has their own personal party chat. So if you're in an Xbox party chat you aren't going to be in the game lobbies. You're only talking specifically and only hearing specifically the people you're in a group with. And I believe that PlayStation has the same thing, although it's not as easy to jump into, I believe. It's not as intuitive. I'm not knocking them right now. I just know it's a little bit I know, more, I know, I know. I know, I know. I know that it is a little bit more difficult, but it is. it does exist there. 
these party chats and, and it will keep your kids out of the lobbies. And, and, and that's a good way not to, you know, don't, don't stress so much. I think some parents are so worried. They just hear, you know, my kids playing Fortnite. I heard the lobbies are super toxic. Well, if they're playing with their friends and they're in a private party chat, they, they're not hearing those lobbies. And that's something, you know, if, if you have questions on that, reach out to me on Facebook, reach out to, to Jay as well. And we can show you on the system how to do that. And, and, and I know the Xbox platform really well. Jay knows the PlayStation platform really well. There's parental controls on there. We both also have Nintendo Switch. So we know how to set up controls on there as well. So oh, never be afraid to reach out to one of us. And, and we can definitely help you. Uh, the other thing, besides just the lobbies, is if you're anything like me, the game ratings are really tough you know you've got I, I would say the ratings for movies although sometimes they're laughable they're they're, they're getting very they're getting pretty good at, at rating them but they're not good at rating games you know you might have a mature game that really shouldn't be mature and it might be okay to let your kids play you've got teen games that maybe your 10 year old shouldn't play and then you've got you know you're it's supposed to be restricted as far as going into Walmart and GameStop and all these places on getting an adult game, but I've watched kids <laughs> when I'm in there get it and no one even questions them. So, well, and I think you're absolutely onto something because, uh, you know, and then the extra layer, which I think is what we kind of alluded to a little bit ago, is just because the game is okay, Roblox doesn't mean that there's not that particular person in there spewing some pretty nasty um, comments in either in either the chat or the uh, um, over the mic. Absolutely. And that's the hardest part is, you know, like I said, as the games are getting more and more integrated, you're going to see more and more of that, um, you know, kind of doing it. And some people do it for attention and some people actually mean it. And some people are just trolls. So that's, it's tough to uh, yeah, it's tough to know which game. Because you always have to look at how connected it is with the outside world. And, you know, I actually had a, I had a story. Someone, some, a mother, a single mother calls me the other day, or she texts me the other day, and she says she's super mad because her, you know, her son is over there playing a video game, so she's making dinner, and, and she's watching the game off to the side. And next thing you know, she realizes it's Grand Theft Auto, but the new one, GTA V. So the first question, of course, I ask, well, well I mean, how old is your kid? six years old now oh for anyone oh. that doesn't know what grand theft auto is um gta online or just gta in general it's extremely i mean it is a very mature game it is not something i would want you know if parker when he's six years old i don't want him playing even this version god only knows what grand theft auto is going to look like in six years from now but it's not something i would let a, a kid do but you know you see the chat's even laughing they said hookers that's all i'm gonna say yeah i mean this is you know it's like sims on on crack i you know what i mean it's not it's 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 kind of like sims in a, in a way but it's extremely graphic and extremely verbal and and how do how would you go about parents trying to make sure they avoid what's popular you know the the cyberpunk game just came out it's it's very graphic and very adult and yeah keanu reeves is in it and so you just see these things that are super popular, and if you're not into gaming, what what do you think is the easiest way for parents that that don't know how to how to keep track of these? Dude, Keanu Reeves was in uh, John Wick's uh, series, man. Yeah, you can't you can't judge 
based on him because he killed I don't know like a thousand people because of a dog. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> you just ruined the movie for so many people. Yeah, it's just ruined it. It's done. The series is over. Um, I mean, Chad. Tough. Chad is even I saying mean, that has an 18 plus rating, and I'm not disputing that. Here in the states, it's it's got an M rating, but parents just walk in and you ask for the game on the shelf they're not paying it it's not a movie so they're not paying attention if they're not gamers they're not really paying attention to those ratings and and i don't think it's something that's off the top of their mind they don't really know what they're going in to get to begin with well and i think the the challenge is um you know it it kind of goes back to the christmas thing you know hey timmy what do you want grand theft auto okay and all of a sudden, Santa Claus brings GTA to the house, and you know you just send your kid up to his room. Uh, that's a, that's another thing is we don't let him um, our kids game um, in their own rooms for the same reasons why we don't let them talk to girls in their room, and I mean everything else. Like it's going to mm. just be out in the open, um, not because we're um, over the top conservative or anything, but we want to be able to have those conversations um, in the midst of it happening. Yeah. So. Um, you know, it's, it, man, it is a challenge. It's the same thing. Like, you know, there's certain rated R movies that I'll let my son watch just depending on why it's rated R, uh, GTA. Yeah. Hookers. I mean, that's, I mean, you're getting pretty, pretty in depth into it and, um, you know, a lot of, uh, violence and everything else. I mean, I don't know if there is a good answer other than parents just need to pay attention to the previews, watch the trailers and check out the reviews before they purchase it. Yeah, and, and just any, do that little bit of due diligence. And if anyone's watching this and you subscribe uh, or you start following our channel, we're going to do this podcast every Thursday. We're going to various topics. Tonight's obviously just kind of an introduction to what we're what we're going to get into. And each week we'll have a little bit more of a, a steady theme. On top of the fact we're going to bring in some some special guests, whether they be other streamers, we 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 want to kind of understand how people balance their life. This is also about people that game with kids. How do you find that balance? And uh, uh, we're going to go over that with the uh, U.S. Bobber here in a few minutes. But so we know that they got to follow that due due diligence. But what do you think is the right age to let your kid play something like that? Is it an age thing? Is it a maturity thing? When when do you find that balance as a parent that it's okay to play Cyberpunk, to play Grand Theft Auto, to play something like even Halo and Call of Duty and Destiny, or, or you know, they're two of them are fantasy games, but they still got some, you know, violence and adult content in that. What what point do you think that it's okay to let that go? I really think it comes down to maturity. You know, I mean, I really think it comes down to knowing your kid, hanging out. Um, you know, sometimes, I mean, you, even if you're not a gamer, sit down and bite the bullet and hang out with them for like 30 minutes while they're playing, and kind of see their their responses to different situations while they're uh, while they're doing it. You know. Um, you know, I've got some friends whose kids are okay watching, you know, slightly scary movies. Yeah. That's fine. My my son will end up in the bed with me after even a remote jump scare in a random movie. Like, I mean, he is like, you know, nothing against him, but he's just not ready for, you know, really scary movies yet. And that's totally um but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be on the kid. I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. Because some kids, I think, take things more to heart than others. I think that there's some kids that, you know, can really handle those complex situations. Um, GTA, I know we keep bringing it up. Not really complex. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, don't know if you if you want to introduce those concepts where, um, 
you know, Call of Duty. I don't let my son watch him. He doesn't come watch. Okay, now that's the, uh, let me let me but stop I, you there, Barbara. I I want I want to ask this question. You don't let your son play Call of Duty, correct? Right? But you let right. him play Fortnite. It's the same concept of a game, and Fortnite is still using guns and it's still shooting people. Why is, in your opinion as a parent, why is Fortnite okay for your son to play but not Call of Duty Warzone? It's a battle royale game. They're both using so, guns to shoot people. Yep. Um, one, you know, and he doesn't really play Fortnite that often. He thinks it's lame. <laughs> um, but He must not be good at building. Um, you know, but... <laughs> oh, brutal. Um, you know, but I I really think that it's more Fortnite for me because of the colors and everything. It's a little more separated from uh, Call of Duty, where Call of Duty takes a lot of pleasure in um, being as realistic as possible. Okay. You know, the sniper shot with this blood splatter out the back. Um, yeah, oh, it's it's the same thing. And I've talked to you about this before. Is um, when he wanted to start playing video games and and everything i introduced him to plants versus zombies okay. and that was kind of his introduction into first person shooters where you know it's a plant versus a zombie and it's cartoons and there's stars over somebody's head when they fall over and you know there's not a a, a cactus needle blowing through some zombie's head and you know everything else so um and he's been playing that for a while and i hope that they would release another one but i don't think it's going to happen but um you know, it's 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 a great introductory, and I think that was kind of what the compromise was because uh, my son and I did sit down and and discuss it. He's like, "Dad, I want to play Call of Duty." I was like, "No." He goes, "Well, I never see you play Call of Duty," and I go, "Well, yeah, because I play it after you go to bed." Um, and James, you can um, attest to this next statement. I am pretty solid for jumping on the sticks about eight thirty my t mountain Correct. time yeah, every you, single night. It's usually after you put them to bed, <laughs> for sure. Yep. And then, and then I'll sit on the couch, and that's actually this one here, and uh, play for a couple hours and then um, kind of go to bed while my wife watches Netflix. You know, I just choose gaming to be my form of entertainment in the evenings after the kids have gone to bed and the chores are done and everything. So um, I think that was a very long answer for there's no right answer to yep. introduce your kids to everything. But you just you just have to know your kids and then do your due diligence on – checking it out i mean if the trailer starts off with like the the black screen and you hear the <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be pretty intense if it's like mario where it's like you know Hooray! and then there's like a little mushroom that comes out and everything you're probably going to be pretty sick. yeah um and you know and those... it comes down to brands too you know nintendo's going to be pretty solid for families you know Except their online store is a bit of a mess, and that's something in a future episode we can kind of discuss, because for everyone that thinks that Nintendo is just nothing but family games, that online store's got some pretty graphic adult content games that I'm, I don't know if you know this, Jay, but even Xbox and, and uh, Sony have not passed to be on their stores. And Nintendo, with this new Switch online store, has, has definitely opened up some avenues for some very adult content. And like I said, that's something we'll jump in in a, in a future episode and kind of dive deep into each and in, each individual platforms online store. I think that would be a great, great episode for the future to help people out, you know, how, how to filter and how to do things. Um, but the way I look at it, as far as whether my kid can, you know, as, as Parker gets older and, and this is the advice I give to a lot of parents, obviously my kid's 10 months old. I can't say that I've been in their situation, but I've, I've gamed most of my life. 
And I would say that you, the, the content that you give them to play, right, I would be, what are you comfortable as a parent having that conversation with? You know, can you have the birds and the bees, the sex talk with your kids? If, if you can't have that conversation or they're not ready for that conversation, GTA is immediately out. Sort of games like Mass Effect, any kind of cyberpunk, any kind of romance option games, even some, you know, JRPGs, very anime-like games. They're very cartoon, but they're extremely adult-themed, you know? So how do you how do you decide what it is, in my opinion, is what you're comfortable discussing with them, if that makes sense? No, I think that's probably, you know, the best explained, um, you know, rule of thumb for it. Uh, kind of what I was getting to, but you said it way better, is what are you comfortable with explaining? Because when all of a sudden, you know, Daddy, what's he doing in the car? Like, I mean, if you're not prepared <laughs> to stand in front of your kid and explain to him. And I love Grand Theft Auto, but it's it's the most extreme example that you and I could probably come up with as far as, you know, being able to have graphic content. But I love GTA. I think it's fantastic. I think they did a great job with the uh, with the game and I think they've done great uh, things with it since it's come out. But yeah, that's the best. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. That is by far the best explanation. If you're not prepared to explain um, what just happened to the guy on the screen or the girl on the screen or the animal on the screen or anything else, then then you're not ready to stand in front of them and uh, and let them watch mm -hmm. that game. No, we, that you know, I know you know Crash, but he jumped into the chat and he says, the sex talk is outdated at this point. Kids learn more than their parents are aware of much earlier. And that kind of goes in with someone else earlier. Um, let me see. Let me let me scroll up the chat here. Someone had mentioned uh, Ghost Kid. He says it's not just the games though. The kids can still access all of that content via YouTube videos of the game, so they should also pay attention to the videos their kids are watching. And uh, Jay, I don't know how you limit the YouTube content for your kids, but again, I, I've bounced around YouTube qu quite a bit. You can also set up parental controls for their YouTube login. And you can limit, you know, kind of what what content that they're watching. No, and I th and you're absolutely correct. And once again, it comes back to, you know, I, man, this this I mean, this this went from like, hey, let's talk about some video games to some really important like parenting con concepts here. Mm -hmm. um, is making sure that you're setting up an environment that the kids feel open to be able to discuss, and it also kind of the your your uh, crash you're absolutely right is you know there's there there's a lot of stuff i mean my son's got a chromebook therefore he has access to the internet um you know and everything that comes along with it the good and the bad and man it's tough it, it's really tough but it's, it really comes down to having those conversations with your kids you can lock it down if you want but i even know of youtube kids videos that are going through because they've got the youtube kids you know app and everything there are some people that are specifically going out there with different videos that they're saying are for kids, but they're incredibly inappropriate. And, you know, it's it's a challenge. And so I think having them introduced, being able to kind of be a mentor as they're kind of intro being introduced to all of these things, um, making sure they don't have headphones on when they're watching videos so you can kind of listen every once in a while. You're not standing over their shoulder, but if you start hearing, oh, yeah. Um, you know, coming from the screen, it's time to poke your nose in and see what they're watching. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, 
you know, it, but it makes it tough and you just kind of have to understand the monster that you're dealing with and kind of walk them through. Cause guess what? The internet's here to stay and you can either be their coach as they're going through and getting introduced to gaming and mobile gaming and, you know, Oculus and, and everything else, or you're absolutely right. They can figure it out on their own and they're going to build up whatever they want on their own. And you're going to allow somebody else to put their values inside of your kid. Perfect. I no, I totally agree with you there. Um, so I, we're kind of running out of time. We don't want to, we don't want this to go on for hours and hours. We've got more episodes in the future and more stuff to talk about, but one last topic I, I want to jump into. And, and I hear this a lot, you know, you have kids, I have a kid now, you'll hear this, well, you have kids, you're married, it's time to grow up, it's time to stop playing video games. I want to kind of address that for people that are married, about to get married, they're jumping into serious relationships, but they are big gamers. How do you respond to that? And how do you look at someone that, that, um, what am I trying to say here is, how do you how do you balance that where you can still game and it doesn't it's it's still okay for your family and you don't let down what is considered your hobby because one of my biggest arguments anytime I've tried to date someone they'll say all you do is game I said well there's no difference in me binge watching Netflix for seven hours or me gaming and you know I play games at this age is is with my friends you know I've got a solid group they're some of my best friends ever if I really needed something in life you know you guys are there for me. So how do you, how do you go about that? You know, for me, for me, I'm very lucky. Yes, Parker's 10 months. We are not together. I'm a single parent and I hit the jackpot as far as an amazing mom. I, I don't see uh, Parker that often. I see him on the weekends and, and, and stuff. And, uh, but I'm very lucky that the mom is, is not overprotective about things. She's probably the, the best mom that, that Parker could possibly, that I could dream up for. And, everything goes to her but if she needed anything in the middle of me gaming of course i'm not going to say oh i'm playing a video game i'll be there in an hour no i'm, I'm going to drop things and go and that's what a lot of people don't understand yes gaming and we have our friends and we do this but my balance is that this is what i do for fun it's no different than turning off a movie or walking out of a movie theater turning off a tv show or leaving a, a sports bar that i'm at if there's a problem i'm gonna i'm gonna go there but for you you're, you're full-time parent full-time husband how do you find that balance and it, it does it is it a problem in your relationship um, no. And if I, th I think you hit on the answer to this, um, as you were kind of, um, chatting was, you know, it's, it's your hobby. And if you treat it as your hobby, guess what? Your spouse, significant other person you're dating, your friend, buddy, um, whoever that person <laughs> is, they have to be okay with it. If this is something that you're, you know, passionate about, or it's something that you really enjoy, um, I'm just with you. I don't see any difference between, you know, my wife will will binge watch. Uh, oh goodness, what was the last one I was teasing her about? Uh, Bridgerton. Yeah, that was a popular yeah, one recently. She was, yeah, she was all about it, and then I finally started watching. I was like, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> the man is hot. Like, let's just be <laughs> um, I was like. I'm gay, but a little bit, a little bit closer to that line. Um, but it really is like, that's her thing. That's what she enjoys doing is she enjoys watching those, um, those big series and everything and binge watching them. I enjoy playing video games for a couple hours each night. And you know, that's kind of what I do. I don't go downstairs and watch TV and just kind of do it. And really my response is there, there's two levels of response. So, 
if you're talking about your significant other, um, that that's a that's a bigger relationship issue than just whether or not you're into games because that's that's a compatibility issue. Absolutely. If they have an issue with any of your hobbies, um, that might not be the right person for you. Um, and if it's your in-laws or your parents or anything like that, tell them to go pound sand. Um, because really, you know, when they grew up, their parents would come home and sit down and watch TV. And they would just be TV the entire time. Mm-hmm. We're very fortunate at this, at this time that we have many, many, many options on um, home entertainment I think there's even more stuff coming out here in the next couple of years that's just going to blow our minds. And they just didn't have that luxury. So it's new. It's weird. I didn't do it. Why are you doing it? Um, that sort of thing. And um, you've got a, you've, once again, you've got bigger issues if gaming is interfering with your life and your husbanding duties and your everything else. Because really, you, beca- you become obsessed with your hobby. No different than if you were model trains or if you were a horticulturist, or if you were, yep. you know, whatever, whatever that other hobby is, you just have to learn to find that balance. And that I think speaks to, speaks to a bigger issue in the relationship is um, respecting each other's boundaries, respecting respecting who they are as a person, and then making sure that you don't obsess and you share your life with that person. No, I agree. Now, with that being said, we're kind of wrapping up here. But something we'll do in the future is obviously we'll answer some viewer questions, seeing as this is our first episode. We don't have a lot of past questions to go over or anyone that emailed us to, to get into things. If you have some questions you want us to go over on the show, uh, you can reach me at IamTheGamingDad at gmail.com. Uh, the gaming is with a one, so I am the gaming dad at gmail.com with a one there in the gaming. Um, and we can bring up these questions and stuff in future episodes. But the one thing, and when we have a guest... This is the thing we're going to ask the guest. We want to hear, I'll, I'll tell mine and, and I'll let you tell yours, a story that when you were a kid, and most of us had that word, like you just said, the parents were really against us gaming. Yes, they bought us the video game system, but then next thing you know is you didn't get good grades because you're on your Nintendo or you didn't get this, that, or the other. So I want to tell my story, then I'm going to kick it over to you. You tell yours, and then we'll, we'll jump, we'll end this. So I was probably about, I'm going to say, 20, actually, at this point, right? So <laughs> I had um, switched colleges, and now some of my friends might know this is probably my fourth or fifth or sixth college at this point. I, I don't know, but I'm switched colleges, and, and I had, I, I'm back at home, and it's spring break time. So literally nothing, there is nothing going on. I had I had a job as well, plus going to school. So I'm down. It's middle of the night. I'm playing Xbox, OG Xbox. Now I'm going to explain to you how great this console was. Okay, I think I'm playing college football, NCAA football. I even built like North Texas was my was my team because being an Ohio State fan, it wasn't fun to take one of the best teams in the game and just keep being best. So I always tried to pick a, a team that I didn't really know anything about. So I'm going through and at the middle of the night. I hear pounding on, on, the, on the, from upstairs, you know, with the foot, like, keep it down. I'm like, I'm not even talking to anyone. So I turned the TV down because back then headphones weren't really a thing, right? You just had your TV volume. So playing, playing, playing. About 2 o'clock in the morning, my dad comes down just screaming how I'm wasting my life with this Xbox. 
yada, yada, yada. He's losing his absolute mind, okay? So he, take, he leans down, picks up the Xbox, rips it out of the wall, cord and everything, takes it over outside my door and slams it down and expects it to break into a million pieces. Well, if anyone knows what the old Xbox is, this thing was a monster. This thing was the built... Old yeah, this thing was built to survive anything. So it doesn't break. Now he's even more pissed off because he didn't break it. So he's a contractor. He goes over, takes a sledgehammer, and just starts wailing on this thing until he smashes it into a million pieces. He picks, it, he picks up the pieces and he throws them at me and he goes, This is why you should have a life. Go out there. Now... A couple days later, I will give him credit. A couple days later, he felt really bad. He goes and gets me a new Xbox. He's like, here, I hope I hope all the things. But, you know, back then there was no cloud gaming. So about 250 hours of building up North Texas was gone. They're not coming back. You know, that's that's uh, my, my first story. I've got a couple other ones. One that uh, until about three years ago, I didn't realize my dad had purchased me the worst game of all time, but he thought it was the greatest thing he ever bought. But Jay, do you have any uh, good stories with your parents and them being kind of against you gaming? Um, I had a slightly different experience growing up where my parents were the ones that actually went out and got the Nintendo with my grandmother and went all over and found it for me. So they were way more supportive. However, I hesitate to tell this story only because I think mom made a Twitch account and may or may not be watching. I don't know. However. Someone, I, did, someone did ask me if you had your Yoda puppet. Oh, Philip. Philip, what's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so I know someone's watching that you know, that knows a little inside. So, um... Your mom and is watching. To Someone told me your mom is watching. So good luck, All buddy. Right. Mom, mute it because you have no idea about this story. So my dad built a, I had a little TV about yay big, and my dad built a platform. And I think it was in high school at the time. I built a platform. So it was up off the ground. It was hung from the ceiling. And I could sit in my bed and like play video games Keep in mind, had to set it up with the cord and everything because it wasn't, you know, Bluetooth controller. Well, I had played Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, and you could do the full season, a half season, yep. or a short mm -hmm. season. I did the full season, all 130-something games or 60-something games, whatever. I was obsessed with it, and I played every single one, went through the playoffs, undefeated, comes down i'm sweating it's game seven i james they cranked a home run on me in the eighth inning and i lost <laughs> so <laughs> game seven and i lost i was so pissed from my bed i threw my controller and threw it so hard it shattered the controller and it left a dent in the wall Oh, Here's no. the problem, James. I lived in military base housing. Like, that is a huge, massive no-no. My mom doesn't realize this, but that wall was actually repaired with toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I had to, like, spackle it. And so my dad had this really white toothpaste, and so I actually went and got a bunch of toothpaste and filled in a hole, like, where the controller because i threw it like a frisbee like a good nice little you know snap yeah. to it and 
sideways into the wall and then exploded. And so then I had to like repair the wall and like scrape it down like spackle. And my room smelled, <laughs> but my, I don't think my parents ever noticed. <laughs> hey, at least it was minty. <laughs> right? It smelled great. Well, guys, I think that's going to about wrap it up for us. Like I said, I hope we, uh, we'll probably have a guest on next uh, Thursday, or at least not the Thursday after, because I'm actually going to be doing this podcast from Antigua, of all places. So hopefully... Uh, uh, my internet is, I know, I'm sorry, uh, my background will be nice, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully, uh, the internet will cooperate with us and we'll be able to kick off episode two of Parents vs. Gaming. I thank everyone for coming out uh, and joining us. Like I said, this journey is just beginning. We'll be every Thursday, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, and I uh, hope you guys had a, a great time and, a, and uh, hope you have a great rest of the night. Peace out, everybody. See you, bro.